You're listening to Curated Podcasts from the Beyond Infinity Radio Show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Welcome back to the program, broadcasting from home. Like a lot of people, we're not in the studio and we're not in the office, but we are doing the best we can remotely. And um, John, uh, th- that brings me really to the subject of, of this discussion today, and, and that's about how to work from home. And uh, you've been through this process. You've had to move out of your office in uh, Mornington and do things remotely. Tell us about that process and what you've learned, because I think there's a lot of people around the world and uh, throughout Australia who are, who are going through the same thing right now or, or already have. Yeah, it's uh, look, it's not the first time I've had to work from home. I have done it before. You know, some years ago, I was uh, set up, you know, with the home office and, and working from home for many hours of the day. And I then sort of moved into a separate office uh, a few years ago. And so the last four or five years have been uh, out at a, a normal, I guess what you could call normal office. And that to me has actually been a better experience than working from home. So this whole new environment or, or revisited environment of working from home is a little bit tough. But yeah, look, I thought I'd uh, share some of the, the learnings uh, or the relearnings again today uh, with the listeners. Yeah. And, and, and look, something else, uh, you know, you might want to comment on, I don't know if you've been using Zoom, uh, that, that's, that's quite a popular uh, application, but I believe they have, well, I've read of some security concerns about uh, associated with using that and, and possibly with other conferencing options out there. So uh Look, you might come to that in what in what you're going to talk about. Yeah, look, um, I definitely do the video conferencing stuff, and um, I certainly want to sort of cover that. But look, just you know, I guess a very basic rundown of my setup. I mean, we've got uh, both me and my partner. She's now working from home as well, so we've got two people in a small place, but we do have separate locations uh, from where to work from. And I think that's um, if it's possible for people to do, that's really important because. You know, if some if the other person's on the phone, or if they're in a video conference, or they're making a lot of noise, it can be difficult, particularly when it is two separate businesses. There's no crossover there. You've got, you, you know, if, at least if you're in the same business, and you know, you might be listening into the other person because it's relevant to what you do. But um, other times, it can be uh, frustrating or annoying having other people nearby. So, first of all, we set up a desk in the main room. And then I actually have created or built a desk in the spare room, which is from an old uh, door that we had and a couple of old uh, table legs that we sort of, we, we pull out for Christmas. So I basically kind of MacGyvered a, a table together. And <laughs> yeah, and, Great. Good and on I, you. I, I fortunately had a spare monitor in the, in the cupboard that we sort of pull out every now and again, if we you know, need to plug in an additional monitor, because for me, I prefer to have two screens, always work with two screens. It, just for productivity, I, on one screen, I'll have uh, my maybe my emails open or I'll have my accounting software open. And then on the other screen is more the action screen or potentially, you know, the web browser. So if you can, if you can do that, that's great. Um, fortunately, I had HDMI cable and I have a, a connector that goes from the HDMI cable into the computer, which is USB-C to HDMI. Uh, If I didn't have that, I wouldn't be able to do it on my particular laptop. So a lot of this stuff I had gathered over the years, and I know of late, uh, particularly when we all first had to go and work from home, there were shortages on some of these things like webcams, and there was huge sellouts because everyone wanted to, um, you know, to make sure they can connect with people. So 
In terms of all the equipment, I sort of had a majority of the stuff. I didn't, I haven't need to invest in anything more. So I've been fortunate in, in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also try to keep things pretty lean as well. I've just got, you know, as I said, the laptop, I've got uh, the, the screen, I've got the webcam, I've got an external mouse, um, just so that it's a bit easier you know, operating there. And that's kind of it, a bit of pen, a bit of paper. Now, fortunately with my uh, job that I do, uh, I first of all can work from home. I know that it's not sort of possible for everybody, but I've got that flexibility that I can do that. Um, and then some of the software, I guess, that I'm using uh, within the computer is definitely um, Zoom and also Google Hangout. So it kind of depends on the person that I'm speaking to is is sort of what software that I use. But for you know, for the team, for the work team, we kind of get together every Thursday um, in the morning and everyone just jumps onto a, a Google Hangouts call. Um, you know, we use a lot of the Google products uh, suite and that's, you know, really simple, really easy to sort of set up and, and manage. Um, yep. And for the Zoom stuff, that's actually more of a social get together. So. I guess one of the key learnings that um, you know that I struggled with, and one of the reasons I you know moved out of the home office some years ago was, I felt it was really difficult to separate work from home and home from work. It because when you get it, you know, roll out of bed, and then you just walk into the next room and you start working, and then you know during the day you might go and put a load of washing on, and you might do the dishes and, and whatever. And in some ways that's you know really good, but in others it can just blur the lines of when you are at work and when you're at home. And I make it a a pretty big thing that, you know, when I'm at work, I'm at work. And even if that happens to be in the spare room working, you know, that's why I've set it up in a separate place and, you know, 9am or or earlier I'm in at the desk and I've, I've started work. When it's lunchtime, I can, you know, move into the kitchen and have my lunch there, or maybe I'm eating lunch at my desk in, uh, and sort of almost treating it like I was with my workplace. But then come five o'clock or, you know, end of the day, whatever time that is, then I have to move into the other room and get away from the computer or at least change what I'm doing so that I'm, I'm not trying to muddy the waters with working in my relaxed time or relaxing during work time. I think that's really, really important there. Yeah, and and one of the interesting things that I've heard people say is that, you know, because for a lot of people, it's their first experience of of being forced to work from home. Mm -hmm. They might've done it when they had their own business as you did it at one point. But generally speaking, this is a first for most people. And so they're going through that, exactly what you're talking about, you know, whether it's it's just too much distraction, uh, whether they are motivated, whether they can get, get enough privacy, it's quiet, all those issues are important for people, especially if they're living in, in you know, smaller houses or apartments, uh, as many people do around the world. And, and if you've got kids running around, you know, that can be very distracting and can be quite hard to get your productivity going. But I guess what, what I've heard is that, now this has been imposed on people, people are actually realizing, you know, just listening to you in the last few minutes talking about what you've done in recent times to get set up at home, it actually isn't that complicated. You've had what you've needed on hand. You haven't had to go and buy extra extra uh, hardware. And, and I guess that, for, you know, in the wash up of all this, when eventually we come to the other side of, of Corona and, and God, I think the world's going to look like a different place then. Uh, it probably will be a different place in, in in many ways, but it may be that some of the things that people have adopted these these changes in behaviour may actually become normal and may continue. You know, maybe, maybe there's going to be people who'll say, okay, well, look, instead of that commute that I was doing 
for a couple of hours each day to and from work by train and you know trying to juggle a few calls or maybe balance the laptop on my lap on the train get some get a few things done then i have more time at home i get to see my family more and i've developed ways of of being productive getting things done and as as far as me you know, ticking boxes with my boss and with my employer and then being content and, and seeing that what needs to get done is being done, it's working. You know, I want to keep my job. I don't want to, I don't want to uh, upset the apple cart. At this, you know, a lot of people already lost their jobs, unfortunately. I don't want to lose mine. So, so it's not, I'm going to be overcoming the distractions and maybe this could become the new norm. Of, yeah, of, look, uh, a lot I more think, people working from home. I think you're right. I think uh, we, we probably will move to that because you know this is this is what we're in, in now I and mean, we're only sort of month two effectively into uh, what's what's been going on and um, I think I'm now at home for three weeks um, this has got months to go so it's mm-hmm. it will be interesting to see how workplaces maintain efficiency I know that there have been some struggles in terms of our workplace we've got a team of three and what would normally be whether it be just shouting out to the other office, you know, what's happening with this or, or getting up and, and walking over and, and having that, that face-to-face conversation. That dynamic has changed now because it might be that we're having to email or it's not always as as good when you have that video conference. There's, there's something that is lacking or missing in, in that video. And mm. so, so there are there are definite differences in how people communicate. And it will be interesting to see how, you know, the efficiency goes from people working from home. Uh, I think in terms of, look, in terms of health and well-being, as long as people can still get out and go for a walk to get some fresh air, then that's going to be helpful. And that's what I'm doing in the morning. I'm taking the dog for a walk. I'm out for about 45 minutes. That's to to, actually get out of the house and get some fresh air and get some exercise. Um, but I think if people are not in the car, as you say, for you know, or in the train for a couple of hours or more a day, there's less stress, and therefore, hopefully, there's there's better mental health that comes from this as well. So it's yep. it's going to be a big test. Uh, I, look, I do welcome it. I think probably the future of work will be somewhere in the middle, where it's you know the opportunity to work from home a lot more, but that there would still be a requirement to to meet up in person to you know to go through things or for whether it be a training aspect. Uh, but look, look time, time will tell. Time will obviously yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And John, just tell us a little bit about. So you you've mentioned that you you can use conferencing software and things like Google Hangouts to catch up with either friends or, or work colleagues, Zoom for work colleagues, Hangouts for for more social stuff perhaps, but. Uh, do you use TeamViewer? Do you have a way of logging into networks and stuff that you would have normally used? Are you emulating uh, on your laptop at home now what you would have seen at your desk at the office? Before yeah, interesting home? question. So I um, I wasn't sure 100% what I would do. I mean, my computer at work was somewhat uh, struggling a little bit anyway. And it, was, it was about time for an upgrade. Uh, but what I ended up doing is I've left the computer on at the office. I have been back into the office a couple of times because I've needed to pick up items, so, you know, spending only five minutes in there. But the computer has remained on. And if I need a specific file, then I can use TeamViewer, which I keep on the computer, to log into the, to that work computer. Or if I need to support some of the other staff, um, you know, there was problems with one of my colleagues, her emails. So I remotely TeamViewed into her uh, laptop, which... Uh, I was then able to, to fix that issue. So yes, definitely TeamViewer is is helpful. But one of the things that I actually ended up doing on my laptop was I created a whole new user. So 
listeners out there that maybe are still setting themselves up or haven't got to this point yet, I would I'd highly recommend this next step. And that is you may have your regular, if you're a Windows user, for example, your regular login, which is your personal login and everything's set up in a personal way. So I've got, you know, I've got, you know, Netflix and Chrome and, and all that sort of stuff. So I can just sort of sit on the couch and maybe I can um, just look at Facebook on the, on the laptop. But I have also a separate login, which is my work login. And on that is where I have installed all the work programs, the accounting package and everything else that I need to manage my work within the business. Now, there's definitely crossovers in terms of uh, what products they use. I mean, Google Chrome, for example, I can use on both. But I make sure that in the Chrome that I'm logged in on for my work one is all the work-related stuff. And the Chrome that I'm logged in on my personal login is all the personal related stuff. So that that also creates that division in terms of, you know, so there's not that sort of muddiness or the crossover there. Essentially what that means is on a, uh, a Friday, for example, last Friday night, five o'clock is knockoff. So I logged out of my, my work portfolio and then I was able to log back in under the personal. I could then go and I took my laptop with the webcam and a HDMI cable and I went out to my TV I was able to plug everything in there and connect up the webcam so that I could turn Zoom on and connect up with some of my friends, have a couple of beers with them on a Friday night, sitting on my couch, looking on the big screen and actually having you know, all my friends' faces up on the big screen there as well. So I, look, I know it's not, not everyone can do that, but that's just one of the, the things that I do to, or a couple of things there that I do to try and separate work from home, but also, you know, separate the work environment from the, you know, pleasure uh, area, which is, you know, having a couple of beers with a couple of mates and, and enjoying that, you know. Yeah, that's something that I've got to do actually is, is uh, you know, you use Chromecast, I've got an Apple TV box, but you can, it does let you have that sort of big screen experience. You can sit in a couch and you're not sort of looking at a small phone screen or you're looking at a laptop. It's just a, it's just a different experience, isn't it? Yeah. But, but I take your point. So you, just as you're kind of trying to separate your, your work environment, you know, you've got a separate room where you've set your office up at home. Uh, you're also separating a, a work area um, petitioned off on your computer to keep things separate there as well. That's right, yeah. Look, I, I certainly do, the, you know, some of the personal things. I may have another Chrome uh, window that I've got signed in uh, to my personal email. I'm, I'm not switching it entirely the whole time, but it is it is also part of that that, that mental exercise to say, well, I, I'm logged into my work, um, you know, aspect or the but that, so I'm, I should be doing work in here. So if I'm going to have a break, that's fine, but to switch out of that work and then move into the to the other user, it's quite easy to do. I mean, um, I'm fortunate that my laptop has a fingerprint login as well. So I've set up one finger as my personal login and then the well, another finger as the work one. So when I turn the computer on in the morning, it just depending on which finger I use to unlock it will depend on which user it, it does to sign in. So that's 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 kind of handy, isn't it? Yeah. So just habitually, you know. So you, you know, there's a work finger and there's a, a leisure finger. That's, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre, but that's great. <laughs> yeah. Look, it just makes it the other way. You're not having to put a, a, um, a password in every time or a you know a pin code. It's just just tap the side where the fingerprint reader is. It works most of the time. It doesn't work every time. That it does have its struggles, but um, it is it is pretty good like that. So it's like all right, it's it's time for work or it's you know time to just relax and you know what's happening in the world of Facebook or Reddit or, or wherever. So it, it look it is. I think one of the key things is 
separating out not only the physical space but the digital space in terms of work, um, but also just trying to get out and get some fresh air and realise that, you know, we're going to be inside, we're going to be sort of stuck indoors for a long time. So it is important for your physical health but your mental health also to get some fresh air and just it shouldn't just be a matter of getting out of bed and walking straight to your office desk at home and then once you've done from that, sitting on the couch the rest of the day. Get out, get some exercise um, and, and be as healthy as you can in this new environment that we're currently stuck in or will be for the next few months at least. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how blindingly fast this uh, change has, has been thrust on us? I mean, you, you literally cast your mind back one month and it was a very different world we were in. I mean, well, there was some talk about it there, and, and you know that we were late to respond. Most of the world, outside China, was late to respond to this, and some countries have been more successful in their approaches than others. It's just incredible how quickly you know you look in your calendar and you kind of go, "Oh, gee." Last night we were supposed to be up in Melbourne having dinner with some friends, and in the end we we went up. We were going to do a, a Google Hangouts thing, and it didn't work because things came up and, and stopped that from happening. But uh, just how quickly things just changed completely. Yes. And, you know, you're right about, um, you know, it, it is important to sort of to really try to, to create um, systems and routines that kind of keep you sane. And uh, if you're working from home to keep a, a dividing line between your work and, and the rest of your life, uh, but also just to deal with confinement. And I mean, I think that, um, you know, being able to work from home and at least keeping you, keeping a sense of, of um, you know, fulfillment and uh, the satisfaction from, from doing a job uh, is, is a great thing to be able to do, even though there are some challenges doing it at home. I wonder, John, how you go or, or what you do, and this is, will apply, I imagine, to lots and lots of businesses, but you, you mentioned that you've left your computer on at the office. Given the circumstances and given that, you know, business is going to be quiet or very quiet for a while, are you looking eventually to shut down the office and is there any point in paying, paying rent when you're not there? Or Yeah, there's um, been some, some discussion about what happens going forward because we're not in there. We're not using that. We're not, mm. you know, using the utilities. So... There is some you know, discussions that are happening with the landlord. I mean, obviously, they're going to feel the pain as well because they won't have the rent payments. But mm. if we're not using that space, then what does happen? And maybe it's where we extend the lease by an extra six months at the end of the lease. We haven't sort of come to that decision yet, but we have... You've also got computers there. You've got, you've got servers and computers and stuff, which you would then, you know, you'd have to house them somewhere. Yeah, so uh, I kind of look at it that they're not really going to find new tenants at the moment. I mean, you can't – who's going to really want to move around and go into an office in this uh, fickle, funny time? No one really knows what's what's going on. So there has been some discussion as to whether we retain the office regardless. So even if, you know, once everything goes back to, you know, whatever normal is, do we even go back into the office or is this new environment of the work from home – going to be fine and then for the times that we do need to meet up it maybe is just in a cafe or if it's or we just get one of those small little drop-in offices that you know, rent for a couple of hours just so we can meet up and, and see face to face so and this is this is where you really start to get into you know what we touched on before about how the nature of work changes post corona so you know even once the virus threat there's a vaccine really that's that's what needs to happen to completely remove the threat and that could be could be 18 months away it could be even longer but you just get the feeling that there's going to be a lot of changes because people will have made changes anyway they would have had to you know it's unlikely that that, that many companies are going to keep renting a, an office space that is vacant because of the need for 
lockdown and home isolation. So exactly what you mentioned, you know, the idea of having a, a pop-up office space or something that you can use but on a much uh, less frequent basis and that you kind of share with other people perhaps, that may wind up being the case for a while. It might be quite a while before we actually go back to the idea of a dedicated office where all your employees go, which is what we're used to mm-hmm. uh, pre-corona. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that may be something that changes permanently. I mean, because of the fact that we're going we're gonna to move away from that for, for the foreseeable future anyway. Yeah, it's, I guess it's going to come down to what the efficiencies are. I mean, if if uh, workplaces are able to keep the same efficiency with people working from home or even improve it, then there'll be the question is, why are they spending so much money on the leasing of these places? And is it important yeah. to do that? Yep. I mean, what, what are the two big overheads? Payroll and, and rent. Yeah. If you can sort of eliminate one of them and you can still have your business, and as you say, the, 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 the jury is, is still out on the effects of working from home on productivity and it'll vary from business to business, I'd imagine. Um, but look, I, I, I did start earlier by saying that, you know, I, I sort of didn't enjoy the working from home in the sort of the first time round, and I, and that sort of still rings true to a point. I mean, I've had the experience of it. So time will tell. I mean, this is a forced, uh, somewhat of a forced quarantine situation where we have to work from home. Mm. Uh, I think if it's only, say, six months, maximum of 12 months, I think I'd be fine with having sort of a dual option, whether it be home and a physical other separate location. I don't know how I'd go longer term because I, I do like the, I do like that sort of going and, and you know sitting in a different location completely to be able to sure. do work. I think sure. that you know as I've you know talked about trying to separate things in terms of you know having the office set up in a spare room and and even the digital experience with different logins. There is something about going to a separate location. It doesn't have to be that far away, but just getting out of your home environment, going to a work environment, because you know people might have pets or kids or other things that can make it difficult to work from home. You know, or have you know work meetings. I mean, I'm seeing there's a lot of things online where people are having their Zoom conferences, and then there's you know there's kids running around in the background, which you'd expect for home, but it can be quite distracting for for work as well. So it's it is going to be a very interesting months, um, potentially even years ahead as to what actually happens. So, yeah. look, uh, I, I'm interested to hear what you know listeners are doing in terms of some of their tips. Is, is there anything that I've sort of mentioned today that they're thinking that will apply or is there anything that they uh, have done which they think that they could share with others and potentially they can email us, beyondinfinity.com.au, um, you know, head to the website there and there's the contact page with our contact information or maybe just tweet us or go to the Facebook page and leave something there. Let us know your work from home tips and what the struggles and pressures that you're going through as well. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing what social media does. And I think, you know, even though we've on the program been down on social media for a few reasons on Facebook and and other things for political advertising and manipulation of elections and things like that, which kind of gave it a bad rap. There's also a really positive side to it, especially now because we're all uh, stuck at home. And so, you know, one of the the things you talked about having beers and seeing your mates up on a big screen, well, that's what a lot of people are doing. That's Mm. that's their social life. In some ways, I mean, I think it's actually brought some people together who who were perhaps less close because they, I don't know, they just got busy with their own lives or their own issues. People are making the effort to keep in touch with those around them in ways that they haven't in the past. And we needed a desk because school's been cancelled and kids are going to be working from home and we needed a desk. 
you know, put a word out on, uh, on, on Facebook, just a local call, for, you know, has anyone got a spare desk or a table or a card table or something we could, we could borrow? Like literally about a day later, and this is how, you know, this is the, the power of social media, someone was driving past a hard rubbish collection. Someone had left a, a desk that, had, it, that was, it hadn't rained and it was in perfect condition and it was exactly what we were looking for. Oh, perfect, and we yeah. sna- snapped it up and cleaned it up and, and, and it's great. It's, it's really just solved the problem for us. It saved us making a trip to a furniture store or, or buying something online. So yeah, there's, there's things that the people can do for each other in these circumstances which can, can make things easier for, mm. um, for, you know, for everyone really and, and, and just take advantage of, of resources that exist. No one has any idea really of the economic costs, but they're they're just so massive. It's it's almost you know it makes your head spin. Yes. You look at what's happening in Europe. You look at what's happening in America. It's so incredible to think that this stuff that we're talking about and and these necessities of things and and the the kind of luxuries that we just took for granted before, which now we can see in a way we look at them as luxuries because we're now in a different environment. It's incredible to me that these things have changed so quickly. So, so, so very quickly, yes. yeah. We're probably quite lucky in Australia. We, there are parts of the world where it's just much harder to be able to deal with it. There's, there's less resources, there's less government resources, there's less of a medical system and a hospital system. We've got, we've got a lot of advantages in Australia, but I think like everywhere, we're going to be profoundly changed for a long, long time, maybe mm. permanently, mm-hmm. uh, by, by, by this. So um, thank you very much for, for giving us your suggestions about how to have a home office and make it work and make it fit in with your, your home life. It's, uh, it's good to hear from you, John. We will keep up this. Let's try to get our heads together once a week, which is normal frequency for the program. But going forward, that's what we'll be aiming to do. And it doesn't have to always be about coronavirus. We, we'll try to keep the, the program interesting and, you know, focused on science and technology. But also, you know, I did a little thing which is kind of more philosophical last week. And, and I think that under these circumstances, we might mix in a little bit of that as well. Mm, uh, it is about, it's about trying to preserve your, your sanity and, and, and our audience's sanity and share tips, share thoughts, in some cases beyond the, the strict diet of, of science and tech that is, is the mainstay of the program. Sounds good. Thanks, John. We'll Thanks, speak Piers. Cheers. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.